You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. me enjoys that we don't know that I don't know there's like nothing like written like oh let's abide by this let's let's talk about that and a part of me is always scared like oh shit what are we gonna talk about yeah but every once in I mean <laughs> it's worked out well I feel like our episodes have gone somewhat smooth we haven't got sideways yet oh no. my god that was Carlos Paez and the B-side players introducing us with Nuestras Demandas esto. what a great song bro and it, it still gives me a mini weenie boner that um he let us use his track to end, to the intro song. San Diego legend, he's man. Fucking, he's, he's a good guy. Yeah, I remember I told you that story about how we went to see him at Petco Park one time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. He estaba tocando in the park at the park back in the day before they turned it into a big stage. This is like... The get. Uh, yeah, the get, man. I remember. I'm trying to remember the year. Anyways, and he starts playing and he's like, hey, I'm going to give you a little throwback. He pintó tocar a... Uh, Los Moonlights, Rosa Maria. No, mami. And my mom almost started crying, bro, because that was like her jam as a kid. And so my mom's like just into the zone, man. And he looked and he said, Carlos, yeah, that was my dad, you know, tocaba con los moonlights. And my mom was tripping out, man. And so after, uh, after he got done playing his set, we cruised over, just hung out, you know, cause uh, Carlos always has his fans, you know, yeah, and hood, bro. chilled out and talked to him for a minute. And he was just tripping out, man. He's like, you're kidding, right? And you know, we were just, what a trip that my mom grew up listening to his dad. And then I grew up listening to his music. Tu mamá era de, es de aquí de, de donde, escondido? Uh, like Tijuana. Tijuana. Bro, Moonlight, that's the yeah, fucking that's, epicenter yeah. of los Moonlights, yeah, bro. Yeah, it's hilarious, man. Like the last time that, you know, the family came to visit from um, from Minnesota and my mom was like, oh, you know, you got to, you got to, you, you guys are going to trip out. And she's telling them that story. And pues agárrate, güey. Oh, Minnesota. Um, anniversary for Prince, the birthday? The, the or the anniversary death of his death. Anniversary of his death? Uh, poor uh, yeah, a little. Años. Poor, poor a little out for the homeboy. I did, I did. Four years? Yeah. Wait, has it been four years since Prince passed? Sí, se pasó, güey. En su madre, chan. Yeah. fucking flies. What a trip, man, because oh I still remember God. it. Four That's, years. There's, 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 you know, there's a handful of deaths that I think you look at like, oh, man, you know. I'll remember that. I Chalino distinctly. Sánchez. <laughs> 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 yeah, y luego también me acuerdo del, del Tony Gwynn. El Tony Gwynn. Um, Junior Seau. Yes. Y ese de Prince. Ken Caminetti. Yeah, man, that was, yeah, that was a trip, but it almost felt like you were waiting for that one, you know? Calma the dude into train wreck ready to happen. Si o no, way. Si o no. Patreon. Quick shout out to the members that support us. Hey, wait. The list is growing. Yeah? The Patreon supporters are growing. All right? Starting with our tortuga like, hurting friend, Gavin. Hey, yeah, pobrecito. <laughs> Thank you, Gavin. You're a legend. Yeah, pobrecito Amy? la tortuga, eh? Oh, sí, lo que le espera a esa pinche tortuga. No, no, wait. No. Oh, did it die? Yeah, it escaped. They can't find it. How the fuck is a turtle going to escape, bro? I don't know. Gavin was telling us, like, it's, you know, it's uh, egg lane season or whatever, and... Usually, it, like, bro, tries the turtle to escape. <laughs> I almost feel bad laughing, but that's just funny. Bro, yeah. You're sending it to our group text. He's like, hey, man. No way. You guys give me shit, but that turtle's gone. Kids are crying. Oh, and then, y luego, the worst part, 
someone fucking tried to scam them out of it. Like, oh, yeah, we found your turtle. And they're like, oh, really cool. Yeah, yeah just verify that it's yours. Like, Texas number, you know, like a Oh, no way. And so Gavin and his wife, you know, they're smart enough. And they Googled it. And it's a scam where they try to get you access to your account and shit. Some Nigerian prince shit. Whoever the fuck it was. Fish yeah, for man, some info. <laughs> you imagine that a family is posting about their missing pet. And you're like, ah, fuck, they're grieving. Uh, Let's fuck them over. Yeah, bro. This is a... <laughs> Times are crazy right now, bro. I see, I see crazy shit real right now. crazy, yeah. Ahí estaba la próxima. Amy, la más guapa del barrio. Yes, she paid a little extra to say that. So <laughs> we're going to go ahead and tell her that anyway. Alex Aguilar, Mr. Alex Peña, el compita Cesar Torres, Danny the Beard Doctor, Ernesto Moreno. I have your care package coming this week. Estela likes to drink. Is that the uh, Yeehaw NASCAR Estela? Oh, um, ¿cómo se llama el lugar donde fue? Fontana. Fontana, bro. Hey, brother. I had no idea there was a fucking Fontana. Yeah, bro. I, I'm not going to lie, man. I've been there as well to watch races. Fernanda Gesbera. Bienvenida. Gabby Pisano. Welcome. John, the Italian Gennaro. Uh, Antonio Margarita. What's his deal? He's like a king at podcasting or like a producer and a lot of podcasts. Uh, he runs the podcast network for SB Nation. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's he, big time. Uh, John, man, he, he built that shit, man. He, you know, he literally went to podcast, uh, you know, realized that that was the next wave of technology because he was working at radio at the time. Because he's been around radio too, man. Was working with Jim Rome and what? here at Mighty Ten Ninety. Yeah, man, John's been putting his time. How in. do we get involved with Gennaro? I know he threw his money our way on a monthly basis, yeah, but bitch, cause, cause throw me some beer. fucking sponsorship, dog. <laughs> throw, throw a little like a little whoop de woo, like hey, SB Nation proudly presents Evo oh, Brown, shit. el mexicano más yes, poderoso. So we got a thing to talk about. He's told he'll sign us. Really? So we got to talk sports? Fuck, I don't know, man. Don't All know. right. Hey, Maddie, if you're listening, this is our opportunity. Wax Pack Podcast. Aye. Junior, the Colombian Sierra. Damn. Like you, his daddy went away for cigarettes and never came back. Yeah, but you know, those, the century's a bitch, man. <laughs> Monica Lucio, el compita electriciano Prius makes me puke Benjamin. Newcomer to the list, Rodrigo. Bienvenido. We promise to disappoint you. That's what we do best. <laughs> Ruben. Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, Hickson Lopez, Tom Phillips. Let me tell you about Tom Phillips, bro. Tom Phillips. Man. Tom Phillips, all I right? I can tell you. I don't know how the fuck I met Tom Phillips, but I met Tom Phillips. And Tom Phillips ended up teaching a couple of my cousins at the highly prestigious local high school, Palomar High School. No <laughs> but like, yeah, for people who don't know who Palomar High School is, it's you know, the best high school. It's like, basically, you went to all of the high schools in Sweetwater District, and each one of them said, yeah, wait. Yeah, we tap, we tap. <laughs> so they send them to uh, Palomar, and we're actually out of room. Yeah, and and Tom Phillips takes care of them. Yeah. You know, among the many things Tom Phillips teaches our uh, troubled youth, freezing your bread prolongs the longevity of the fucking bread. He's a king of fucking freezing bread, and the man loves his soccer. <laughs> Oh, yes. He's a proud I, member of the loyal uh, supporters group. The, lo the American Outlaws. American um, Outlaws, I've been on yeah. a few trips with him. And, uh, Carson. Hmm? He gets hardcore or what? Bro. All right. Not only does he get hardcore in his support, but uh, the man can put him down. I'll never question a man who teaches uh, delinquent children. And oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll never question their drinking ability. Last but not least, I met Veronica Rocha. I sent her out her care package a couple. Oh, last week. I've been doing deliveries, bro. Care packages? Care packages. You didn't get me away? You didn't get yours yet? No way. How long uh, did it take to get to Escondido, bro? That was there last Friday, Wato. Híjole. What have you been up to? One of the neighbors got it now. <laughs> Probably. One of the yeah. neighbors is now a proud. I went to your hood. Patch I started wearing. taking um, beer deliveries to North County last Friday. I saw that. Um, turns out people in the North County are good people. 
I had no idea. I had no idea. You were right down the street from when we got to Cody's house. Uh-huh. And te pasaste, we went five blocks. In serio? Yeah. Damn, you live far, fool. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, what's the exit? It's like... Uh, you got off on the Norte Parkway to go to his house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, and Norte Parkway. So you can take that, keep going down another... I don't know, man. Fuck, it's crazy you? far out there, bro. Yeah. I, it is crazy far. That's when you offer me a shot. That's why I say, tengo que manejar. Nadie te ofrece nada, viejo. Pura amistad. Te ofrezco pura amistad. So yeah, that's part of the new portfolio of delivery services Good, is uh, Wait, taking we, up to North County. We drink up there. We drink. Turns out you do. ¿Qué pedo, champion? ¿Cómo has estado? Bien, Cuéntame bien, algo bonito. Bien. Uh, in, that, in, that, in that same line, we're about to start rolling out our delivery service. Oh, yeah. Home. Who? Yeah, with Virgin. Virgin. Akira. Virgin. Friday, Friday will be the first day you can get delivery. So, How does that work? How do people get uh, Virgin at their doorstep? You will see it go live on our Instagram, and then you can click on the link. It'll take you to our website. There is a $40 minimum order, which is basically, what, three crawlers, mm-hmm. And yep. then um, you'll just uh, you'll pick a day for delivery, and my beautiful face will show up to deliver. You're the delivery. Pinchy, what can Brown do for you? You're even dressed like UPS. Yeah, I'm going to see Steve. I'm going to wear my UPS uniform. Hey, man, that is awesome. Here's the thing. El pelo va People are willing to support you if you're willing to put yourself out there and yeah. and provide a service that people want. Yeah. Turns I mean, out people look, want beer. You you did the North County thing. You've been doing it around you know, all around town. Um, you know, my buddy Barry at Fieldwork, he, I had a conversation with him. He was like, no joke, when this is all said and done, we're keeping the delivery service. It's that successful. Sir. He's like, we average Sir. 20 to 25 deliveries for every tasting room, and they got five of them. And in one day, their San Ramon tasting room, mm-hmm. in one day did 61 deliveries. Damn, dog. And he's like, you know, we're, we're that's money coming into the brewery. There's people Think about that- it. They've got a minimum. Yep. All right? They've got a minimum. And most people's minimum is $30. Yeah. You know, so 30 times 61, do the math. That's $1,800 on deliveries just right there, bro. Think about it. Is it worth it? Yes. People don't want to leave their houses right no. now. No. So, and you know you what? Know. It's not that we're lazy. Fuck it. We're lazy, bro. People are lazy. Sí. Estamos mal acostumbrados that when somebody offers us a service, you can't take that service back. Once you had the taste of beer delivered to your home, you know, it's like, fuck, I'm going to want this moving forward. And for me, like, I looked at the situation and I said, we're leaving money on the table. There's yes. people that want it. And yes. They're they're paying me right now to do sales, and there's only so many sales I can do, yeah. and you can't Everyone's really closed. visit account. So <laughs> Everyone's yeah. closed. So I figure, you know, make myself resourceful and still hustle, because I get crazy bored sitting at home, yeah. man. I can't do it. I've been running around more now than before, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and now it's 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 more structured. And lo que hago, porque obvious. I'm on vacation from EPS, so I took, I took this like like a week and a half off, um, just so I can hang out with the family more. So I have the family with me. But then it's like I seen I seen the picture, man. My phone starts blowing up, bro. Like the orders start coming through, and I'm like, "All right, so you guys want to make some money?" And they're like, "Okay." So yeah, well, I load the whole family in the car. I get all the the inventory that I'm gonna be dropping off. It's all boxed up. It's got me guantes. We're all rolling, and I just start doing drops one by one by one by one. I'm not averaging sixty one. <laughs> that's crazy. I right. Well, no, yeah, look, that that was a good day. For him. That was a good day for him. But that's again, man. That's uh. It's the potentials there. Yeah, I people, people like want to eight, drink. eight to ten deliveries um, Monday through Thursday. Then the weekends get crazy. The weekends we're, we're pushing like fifteen to twenty deliveries, you know, and that's that's when it gets nuts. And I was telling um, you know, like telling the group, I was like, you know, what we need to do, bro, we need to um, we need to invest in a van. It's like I think it, we're at that time where we, we gotta we gotta peel off some money and throw it at the van because yeah, a little small van. Yeah, Get bro, that brand on there. And, and see, encontré one. They're called transits for yep. transit. Baratingue, menos de cinco billetes, five Gs. I was like, cool. 
the next step was going to the auction, but I found a couple that are under five thousand that you, are in tip you know, top shape. You know some people that can do the the, the little, rap the rap. I already reached yeah. out. I said, <laughs> yeah, "Hey man, I'm gonna need a rap. What can we do to get this rap?" Papito, you bring it to me. We put it on. Yeah, I said, "All right, that's cool. free advertising." Yeah, and free it's advertising. Right on. So keep, now, keep that, you know, keep that uh, the phone number on there, the address, the Instagram. Oh, el pelo, dog, el you, Tinder, el pinche grinder, <laughs> lo que quiera la gente. I'm not driving the glasses, is driving the shit. Got to keep his people happy. Pobrecito, ¿qué le pasó al güey? El compita glasses. Well, he's working still. He's working. Oh, I didn't still. know you're still yeah, working. Yeah, yeah. Oh, glasses is working, and you know, people, uh, people, people are always asking, "Where's glasses? Where's glasses?" Yeah. So only so many times I can ask my dude to to come on the podcast. I, I even reached out. Yeah, I, I feel like people out. are handling the the quarantine and these issues differently. Yep. You know, um, and to no fault of anybody's. You nope. know, you're, you're gonna handle it what's best for you. You know, and I feel el, el compita glasses is dedicated on work and just kind of laying low. More power to him. Yep. I told him I support him. If he's here, if he's there, if he's not, I said we're still homies. Like yeah. whatever you need, I, I, he's working at the brewery still. And yeah, he still trabaja los los sábados y los viernes. Ah, perdón, los sábados y los domingos. And I have him do deliveries during the week if if uh, the amount of deliveries warrants it. You know, but yeah, he just he said I'm gonna retire temporarily from doing the podcast. It's just I'm busy. Yeah, you know, we're we're all busy, and I just yeah. figured you take your time, bro. Whenever you're ready to come back on, hello. You know, I got I got you here. In the meantime, yeah, your beautiful fucking voice. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so it, th- thankfully I don't have to go too far. I tap into the the emo brown, the social club, yeah. the 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 Instagram fucking group that we have, and bing, yeah, I just slowly start. El compita chicle is gonna be coming around a lot more. He he wants to be a. I reach out to him. He's like, yeah, dude, I'm down. I'll I'll do he's it once a week. To Josh again. Yeah, Josh is he's committed to once a month. Estela, you know, yeah. and Estela, she's busy, so I can get her in like once a month, and then yeah, more interviews. You yeah. know, like I talk to the the. Here you go. I talked to the fire captain today. Orale. Yeah, el compita, el, el Daryl. He, uh, good guy, bro. Good guy. Daryl Roberts. Tiene un pinche nombre acá bien medio British el vato, pero es país hasta el culo, dog. You know, and, and he just comes in. He's like, bro, we're seeing some gnarly shit out here. You know, like I got I people in my imagine. place that are getting ill and we've just been prepping and, and it hasn't hit Chula Vista or the South Bay as hard as anticipated. But he was like, but it's coming, bro. He's like, our numbers are still steadily increasing. And he's like, just whatever you guys are doing, keep doing it, man. Don't, I, I don't back that, down. I look at that San Diego map every day and just to see where the cases are rising. And, you know, hey, it's a trip to think that we're still not at our worst because it's funny because I think Chula Vista's third and Escondido's fifth. We're yeah. trying to catch you guys. Yeah. I mean, it's but they count the whole. They, <laughs> here's what fucking sucks. I was reading an article. Ayer sobre lo, the South Bay and what's coming our way. Like, yeah. hey, buckle down because South Bay's next. It's going to be a hot spot. La, la, la. Whoop de whoop. They show a picture of Third Avenue sign, bro. The, the big. Ah. Like, I was like, te pasan de verga. Of all the places in the <laughs> South Bay that you guys can show, you guys, they, yeah. the, the, the fucking photo on the front of the article on CBS. I One of the one of the, yeah. the one of those Instagram pages for CBS or a news station was Third Avenue Village. I was like, well, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if Third Avenue wasn't dead, I'm pretty you, sure uh, it's like, fuck You've been <laughs> called out. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, and that's what I want to do. I want to do more interviews like that with people from the community that, uh, that can provide, like, um, some value to to the conversation, to the yeah. podcast. You know, we dick around a lot. We we talk a lot of shit. Uh, what weed are you smoking? Where's your favorite burrito? What are you watching? But um, when the shit hits a fan, and it currently is, I got to reach out to people who are in the circle of what's really going on. They have their pulls on the fucking, the, the, the wrist of the society here in Chula Vista, you know? So that, none better than that, man. So he's going to be coming in soon. He comes in and, and he gives me like updates. Like, this is what's going on. This is what you need to do. He dropped off some, like some hand sanitizers, some, some hand, like uh sprays. He told Pela, we send him off with not beer because, you know, he's working 
And um, he's going to come in and he's going to drop more knowledge on us. Then I've been talking to That's Otro Compita. He has a very, he's a sexy man. Have you seen him before? He no, comes no, in the no. commercials for the Chula Vista, for fire departments in general. Ay, yeah, he's like the, the union leader. Lato. Um, somebody else that we're going to be bringing in. Um, I reach out to the Chula Vista Police Department. He's like, I just can't come in and be affiliated with the police department when we talk. And I say, cool, bro. I say, you do your thing. And he's like in charge of the uh, the homicide department here in the South Bay. And he, he just feeds me information, telling me about right. the deaths, how it's been increasing in the South Bay. He's like, bro, like, yeah, things are things are on the uptick. You know, obviously, it's not as normal as it has been in the past. So things are going up and up. And yeah, so I, I want to reach out to him again and bring him in and talk. So he'll be probably coming in. This train keeps moving, bro. Because we got to stay hustling, man. Yeah. We got to stay hustling, This This, man. this train keeps moving. I'll, I'll keep bringing people in that are, you know, that are interesting and like you on occasion. Whenever you're in the South, yeah. like you hit me up. You're like, bro, I'm in the South Bay. Let's do it. I said, Papito, you don't scare me. Yeah, man. You don't scare me. You got to keep going, man. There's no way around it. I, uh, you know, it's just, I, I don't, I don't get too much excitement out of not doing anything. And, you know, I, I love the company I work for. We haven't laid a single person off. Nice. So, you know, we, we didn't get any of those loans and we thought we were definitely going to get one. And so next Stay step grinding. is. Yeah, let's figure out what to do next. And so, you know, again, I went to the guys and I said, hey, look, I know that there was a danger involved, but look, man, I got four masks now. Yeah. Um, you know, I got there. They gave me a box of gloves. They gave me a big old pack of that hand sanitizer and the, the wipes. Shit, the, that's more than UPS did for us, bro. Yeah, bro. Neta. It's still so. So well, you give me all that and I'm like, cool, man, I'll go out there. We'll make contact free delivery, you know, check people's IDs, be on the safe side, do it all in the up and legal and ni modo, you know, let's, let's find a way to make this company money and keep people happy. Damn, look at you. Yeah. Trying to make yourself more valuable than you oh, already mira, are. Mira. Estaba on, I was at UPS before I uh, went on vacation and my mask ripped. I don't know if I talked about this before, but I was like uh, getting ready to leave and my mask got caught on like a, a box and I put the box down and whap. My mask falls off. I was like, oh, it was an Emo Brown mask. I just, I put it on my shoulder. I just kind of like, like a fucking saddle. I just put it there and I started picking up my stuff, wrapping it up, getting ready to go. One of the drivers, all obnoxious, bro, you got to wear your fucking mask. Put your mask on. You're putting it. I said, bro, it just ripped. I'm going to go get like a tape and, and put it on me. Oh, you're on prem. And I said, I get it. No, I know. I'm, I'm going to get it fixed. And he just kept harping on me. So I just looked at him and, bro, please don't talk to me. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you said, you're like, please don't speak to me. What do I said? Yeah, yeah. Don't speak to me anymore. Yeah, we free. And the dude I was with, like, hey, Verga's champion. Like that guy's like a veteran here. And I said, bro, he said his piece. I told him what happened. I obviously sprayed down. Like I put everything on me. I'm going to the bathroom to fix my thing. And um, and that was it. I thought. So then I got out of the bathroom after like taping it up, came downstairs, and one of our uh, safety officers was there. He's like, hey, you got to make sure you wear your mask at all times. And da -da -da, here's two more for you. I said, I said, I don't know what he told you, but my mask literally ripped off right when he was walking by. And I put it on on my shoulder so I can go to the bathroom and like fix it. And he's like, oh, you got to keep it on. And here's this and take these. So I pat that for it. I got butt hurt, bro. I was like, I said, all of a sudden. Here we are, one month and a couple of days into this thing, yeah. and, and just now, now you're you're worried about yeah. the well-being of everybody working. At yeah. that time, like people were starting to kind of gather behind me. I was like, all of a sudden, like where were you a month ago? Yeah, you know where were you when the person that actually got uh, uh, quarantined for having COVID got sent home in our area? We heard nothing. Yeah, all of a sudden you're giving us masks a month in and some one days of later. The most dangerous yeah, bro, I said, industries. We are we are touching parcels daily, bro. And I know they don't carry on boxes, but we are carrying these boxes, delivering them to people. Yeah. Like we don't know what we're going into. 
It's like all of a sudden now, a month and some days later, you're giving me a hard time because my strap fell off for like 15 seconds while I went to go get it fixed. I said, nah. I said, whatever. I said, thank you. I appreciate the mess. Yeah, como que. And then I, I heard people be like, yeah, what's going on? All of a sudden, you're getting the sanitizers. I was like, oh shit, I started a fire. Yeah, <laughs> wey. <laughs> <laughs> came back the next day, came back the next day wearing my mask. And the guy, the, the driver, is like, bro, thank you for wearing your mask. I appreciate it. I said, yeah, stop talking to me, dude. I said, you, I don't, I don't want to hear you talk to me anymore. Yeah, me fui. Gave me a dirty look. <sighs> I wonder how if he felt special about. I don't that. know what. Yeah, he had. You know what? This is my opportunity to fucking. I get it. Se, bro. se those ways, though, man. They, they, they feel like they're making a difference. And, and, and I get it, bro. Like I'm, I'm not the easiest person to get along. I don't I actually. I don't talk to nobody there. I keep my head down. I do my job. Yep. Pa 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 pa, and I leave. Something was up this guy's ass. He looked at me. He's like. Seems like a proper opportunity to give this guy a nice yeah, talking yeah, to. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I'm probably older than you. You know, I'm 40. I don't know how old you are. You do look old, but I don't know how old you are. But I just, it's just. You really don't care. I was like, just stop talking to me. Yeah. It's like, you made your point. I got it. Yep. And I just already told you that I'm on my way to resolve the issue. <laughs> Aquí estamos nosotros. La verga está allá. Vete para allá. Vete a la verga. Now that was it. And that was on the last day uh, of my before, before vacation. vacation. So I'm curious to see what happened. You, you, got a letter you, in the mail. I, I got a letter in the mail. And um, and I told wife, I was like, oh, look, I got a UPS letter open. And, like, oh. and, she's, and it said, oh, we appreciate you in these times of, uh, of danger and, and, and uh, health conscious situations we put ourselves in. And we appreciate what you're doing for UPS. It's important to remember that we take um, other people's feelings into consideration and always treat everybody with respect. And I was like, bitch, is this, I'm curious. Did everybody get this? Yeah, right, right, right. Or is this just like me? And <laughs> they, sent the out, they sent out one letter. Yeah, yeah. And who is this fucking guy, I guess, that I talked to? All of a sudden, oh my God. Now we did that. Damn. Now we did. Oh. I need a little break from UPS. Yeah, it sounds I, like I, we've, it. we've been getting slammed. We've been now, getting hey, hang on. Here's another thing. Hazard pay or no? No. It took him a month. I know they've been talking about hazard pay, but talking to the drivers, who the drivers, the full-time drivers, those are the vatos that need hazard pay. Because yeah. those are the guys that are out there 12 plus hours a day delivering, going door to door from 9 in the morning to 10, 11 p.m. at night. And those guys are very livid that they're mm-hmm. not getting hazard pay. And I mean, I don't know enough about that situation. I just right, know what right. we go through inside of the warehouse. And, and you know, sometimes we deliver. Most of the time we're just in the warehouse. Sometimes they require our help. But it's like, why aren't they getting hazard pay, man? Those are the guys that are in the front lines, you know? Grocery yeah. store workers, healthcare. Um, what else? Everybody who's open, pretty much. You want to sleep you better at night? Bro. Do the right thing there. You know You know how I'm sleeping better at night? Ahora dime. Some product from Balboa Avenue Dispensary. Ladies and gentlemen, this product that uh, he speaks of. Mm. Did you take one today or no? No, todavía no. Oh, todavía so, no. So we have a friend that works at the Balboa Avenue Dispensary, and she brings out um, something new. Something new. Algo diferente que nunca me di cuenta que existía. It's a little box of Altoid-looking things. And it has like 20 plus little Altoids, you know, little size of a Tic Tac. And each one of those things is five milligrams, dog. For me, I don't know about you, but for me, Ruquito, like old and like very, <laughs> if I smoke even a little bit, I get super anxious and I go, whoa, whoa, who's looking at oh, me? Oh, yeah, man. Like yeah, I yeah. pop this little, this little five milligram pill. I'm good. You know, finish the deliveries today. I knew you were coming over, gave the boys a bath. And then I said, you know what, wifey? I'm going to go talk to Caesar for a little bit. We're going to do this podcast. Let me pop this one real quick. Boom. Came here, kicked in, right in time. Same one? Same, same one. Is that same one, bro? Wow. That, uh, same. I'm like, all right, cool, perfect. Five milligrams. Yeah. 
Not too little, not too much, just right. So like for a me, new I, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive back to Escondido, and then when I get home, when I pull up in the driveway, mm-hmm. and the way I try to say all that, disclaimer, man. Watch, also, watch, no, bitch, I saw you crush it up and put it up your nose. Uh, I don't, I didn't, even, I've never seen that style. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that's called. Like you just crunch it up and you went like this. I was like, cabrón. This I mean, is a crazy thing with marijuana. Look, it's part of your sponsorship, Nemo. I thought you were going to inject it for a second. I was like, hey, bro, you need I'm gonna free, free base, free base, it. Like in five milligram pill. <laughs> Balboa Avenue Dispensary, Miso Healthy Company. Thank you very much for yeah. the I got amazing a, I, support. I got, I got them two new customers. Today. You did? Yeah. We're doing our part. Yeah. And you know, and they have a delivery person that comes down here because she likes purchasing gear from Emo Brown and beer from us. Yeah. And she brings little care packages for us. And for that, I am eternally grateful. Yep. Great babe. Thank you. That lives uh, lives uh, down south and was telling her about it. She mm-hmm. heard the podcast and she's like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to go see him. Yeah. And uh, so I told her, I'm like, look, I live a little bit outside of the delivery range. So why don't you pick some up and I'll hook you up with some beer. No better time than now than to learn about bartering. We're in the bartering. We went back. For those who don't know what bartering is, bartering is, yo tengo un pinche puerco. Tú tienes un barril de pinche tequila. How's about I trade you one of my pigs for one of your barrels of tequila? Yep. All of a sudden, without knowing what the fuck you're doing, you're bartering. That is the barter system. I'm and right almost. now, people who have a lot of beer <laughs> at their disposal, you get to trade for a lot of things, bro. Yeah. What have you traded beer for? Weed, obviously. Anything else? Weed, obviously. Oh, God. Yeah, man. Hang on. Let me oh. let me think about what I can discuss. I traded beer for, um, I think it was three pounds of ahi tuna. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I gave some dude like uh, like a keg, a sixth of beer. Yeah, and I said, "Here you go, brother." And uh, he's like, "Oh, fuck!" Uh, and he gave me three packs individually wrapped of a pound each of ahi tuna. Oh. It's in the freezer. I don't know how to prepare that, so I got to legitimately oh, good, go online and good. see what am I gonna do. I told him, "What do we prepare this shit?" Bro, easy, I'm trading man. it for meats, for fucking produce, yeah. for whatever, like masks. I got a bunch of masks. I gave yep. beer. That's that's how Rice I got crispy some of my treats. mask. I don't do a lot of the marijuanas. I have a lot of the marijuana. But you don't do a lot. I don't of them, do yeah. a lot of them. That's why I have a lot of them. <laughs> so I'm like, what can I do with this? They Turns last. out a lot of people like the marijuana. Oh, they love so it. So I'm like, just. Hey, man. I, I, <laughs> we, 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 that was one of the first trades that went down was the machaca for the marijuana. Sinaloa machaca for, for some pinchy. I don't know. What was the name? The, yeah, the Northern Lights. Northern Lights. Yeah, bro. That Did thing, you ever hit it? I told you about that. That thing, man. Remind me. Oh, man. Me tumbo, I didn't realize it was uh, it had a little bit of hashish in there. And, what? Yeah. Oh no, bro. Metumbo, bro. And I, I only did like maybe not even a third of it. Fuck like, around. I it that took me to like one in the morning before I like I finally calmed down enough to go to sleep, and then I slept until like one o'clock the next day. Yeah. Fuck around, I smoked that. I'll probably start picking some Aztec dialect. Ni madres, way. Speaking in tongue. Nail. Pass. But I'll try it. <laughs> but I'll try yeah, it. No, I, uh, after that, I realized I should share share it with more uh, experienced users. Every time I talk to you, Caesar, I always feel drawn to speak about beer. An interesting thing happened to me today in mm. the beer. Um, breweries in San Diego, most of them, I would say like 80% of them are also part of the San Diego Brewers Guild. Yeah. San Diego Brewers Guild, like any other thing, a union of sorts. It um, It looks out for your best interests. So in times like right now where like everybody shut down to normal operating procedures, obviamente todos, nobody's open for coming in, have a pint, right. shoot the shit, the normal. Everyone has business um, model has been altered in some way, yeah. positively or negatively, mostly negatively. Um, so yeah, the, the San Diego Brewers Group has been reaching out with emails like, hey guys, this is what we're doing. Hey guys, 
you should be doing this. Hey guys, this is what we're offering. Right. Hey guys, and and it's very useful. Here, here's the new law. Yeah, it's a it's a very like like useful resource. That honestly, I'm not gonna lie. When I I never really looked into it before, but now that we're in this position, everyone's in the same boat as it relates to operating. It's like okay, everybody's going through this. How are they handling this? Mm-hmm. Are we doing it the right way? Are we like what are we doing that we can do better? So yeah, I started looking at it, and they're having a lot of sources. So resources, I'm like very very knowledgeable people behind the guild. And uh, today they did like an Instagram live. Yeah. Un pinche Instagram live where they go around talking to breweries and hablaron conmigo, che. I saw, I saw, you, I saw. Hablaron conmigo, a ver si lo pongo en el pinche Instagram de Emma Browns. Um, hablaron conmigo and they just, you know, <laughs> they caught me in San Isidro. I was doing deliveries and uh, I was in San Isidro when three o'clock came and I looked at my phone. I was like, damn, the little fucking service bar is not as high because you're next to the border. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hit or miss sometimes depending on where you are. Did you the border. phone foil? Sí, <laughs> güey. On my head. And uh, <laughs> so I pulled over and I started talking to uh, Beth Demon, um, local yeah. like journalistic celebrity as it relates the, the to every, all things by. beer. She's wonderful, man. She gets yeah. down. And like, I just, I, I like the way people speak. Like I have always, you know, because English is my second language. I, yeah. I, I like to listen to people speak and how they say words and, and just how like they make their shit flow. You know, yeah. like when I was little, like I started watching Pinji, um, Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, you know? That's kind of how I started, like, putting things together when I was little, 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 yeah. you know? It's like, everybody has Sesame Street and shit. That's how my cousins all always That's hilarious. Man, the other day, I showed that to Natasha because it's on Prime Video, mm. and she digs it, man. We're, like, on the fourth Plaza episode. Sesamo or which one? No, no, no. Um, Mr. Actual. Rogers. Oh, Mr. Rogers? Yeah. yeah, it's on Amazon Prime, all the seasons, dog. And I was like, hey, I just want to see what you think of this. And she was like, huh, I like this. Because my like, parents work, bro, both yeah. of them, you know? And then my cousins and my abuelita looked after, too. Their parents work. Yep. So we were all there in Villanueva looking, uh, watching TV. Yep. And obviously, my abuelita didn't speak English. So we learned to speak more Spanish than anything else. Yep. So we would watch after like preschool or whatever, we would watch, sit down and watch uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood or Sesame Street. And that's how we started learning to speak English, yeah. bro. So right now, it's like I make sure that I enunciate words or that I say shit yeah. right, you know, because I like to dominate shit that I yep. do. Like, I want to make sure I got a good grasp. So one of my things that I do, like I didn't realize that I do, but I do a lot is listen to people talk, listen to people speak and how they flow. And I'm like, oh, I like the way she speaks, bottom line. That she's very polished. Way. Like, the way she speaks, like, it's like, before it comes out of her mouth, like, you know, it's like, oh, that's what she intended to say, yeah, and yeah. that's how she intended to say it. Again, yeah, she's very polished. She's, it's intricate. It's, I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a word geek. I'm, 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 a, I'm a, what is it, a wordsmith geek. Yeah, like, I just like listening to people talk. Anyway, she had me on, and I'm talking, and she's like, oh, you know, you guys have been doing this, but, you know, just a normal little interview on what we're doing um how we're doing it where we're doing it. i say oh you know what all the way up to san marcos as far east as motherfucking like lakeside as down south as here's the border that's where we're delivering yeah, where you were today yeah i was like then and i said look if you look over my shoulder that's tijuas that's tijuana right there you know yeah. and right when i said that <laughs> pinchy border patrol right, yeah, dude yeah. pulled up bro border patrol pulled up looked at me kind of threw his his arms like in an in the shrug emoji like yeah, and he's like, "What are you doing? Like, what are you doing?" And I'm like, and I just kind of like shrugged them off. And it was at the end of the the little IG live interview, and I told that ah, like, border patrol here, kind of like scoping me out, asking me what I'm doing. Yeah. So yeah, we wrapped it up. It was a good interview. It was That's awesome. Good. I, I liked the questions she asked. Everything was cool. And Comments then the border patrol, strong. they were. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to read anything. They were, man. People were supportive. There's always a trickster. Senor, Senor Paul Segura showing his love. Paul Sinchipelon guapo. Um. Motherfucker flips a U-turn, bro. And he comes back and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I was doing some Instagram videos. Like, it's no time for social media. Where's your mask? I said, dude, it's fucking, it's right here. And you were in your car? Yeah, yeah. And like, it's right here. Well, no, to be honest, I popped the trunk and, and, and I was sitting in the trunk. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But even then, I mean, I'm in. It's technically, I'm in my car. Yeah. You know, technically, I'm in my car. So you can't be out right now without a mask. I said, No, I got you, man. I just wanted to, you know, I was doing this, wrapping it up. Gotta go. He's like, Put your mask on and get out of here. This is not the time to be doing like videos. And I, and normally I'd be like, You're right. This is no time to be fucking doing social media. Like I got beers to deliver. I gotta do shit. But this motherfucker was like. I don't know if I have a sign on me that says fuck with me right now. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> so I just said, yeah, all right, I got it. And then I just like got listen, in my car and I left. Uh, but listen, <laughs> little brown fella. Yeah. No, bro, it was a Mexican dude. Uh, well, even, hey, bro, let's be honest. Yeah, sometimes, go ahead. Hey, I'm going to let some, you start. Sometimes those are the words, brother. Because Trevor they Hoffman. Feel, I feel ahead. like those are the ones that want to, look, you know this even better than I do. You're never Mexican enough for the Mexicans. You're, and then you're too Mexican for the white people. Pero Calmate, Selena. <laughs> hey, and then and Mexicans like to pick on us, man, and yeah. especially Mexicans in power in in, in states of authority. Yeah. They like to remind you Go that ahead. hey, I'm like you, but better because I got a badge. Yeah, I know that. You know, like I know that that exists. Mm-hmm. So I I usually don't pop off. I usually yeah, don't say I, shit. You know, I'm like. I got beer to deliver, one. I have, like, a job to do. And two, it's like, oh, wait. Am I really going to fucking go toe-to-toe right now with a Border Patrol agent? Oh, over, over you know, over, video. Yeah, we're In fucking, a parking and lot. And I was like, this is a no-win situation for me. I'm just going to get in my car, and I'm going to go. But don't think I don't recognize that other fucking dude. Border, some Border Patrol. I can't say all of them. Obviously, we don't want to no, paint no, with no, a no. fucking broad stroke. Pero sí, güey. Anytime we would cross when we were younger. Anytime that we would cross, the people that would give me the hardest time were minorities, bro. You know, whether it was a Mexican dude, a Filipino dude, any other Asian dude, those were the guys that gave me eh, props to my black brothers out there. They never gave me a hard time, bro. Ever. You know, most white dudes never gave us a hard time. Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. The white people never gave us a hard time. Um, Mexican dudes. Always. Yeah. Anytime I got sent to secondary, and you know, we, we were young once upon a time. See, you see. know, we were twenty. You know, we weren't allowed to drink over here yet legally, so we would right. go to Tijuana. At least, you know, I would go over. There was a time I would go to Tijuana and come back and um, get fucked with, bro. <laughs> you know, and I have these boots that, I, and that's why I always make fun of our tortuga having friend Gavin. I have these boots made of kawama. You know, the kawama like the uh, turtle skin. Yeah, I need fucking fresh, bro. There, there, there. You know, there's. I, I feel it's like kawama and then like gators. Kawamas limpio. Clean. Limpio. Clean. Limpio. So I would I crossed the border and got pulled over. I was with my cousins and they don't have the uh, cleanest of pa- uh, backgrounds. But we got pulled over, sent to secondary, blah, blah, blah. Why? Who fucking knows, bro? Who knows? Where are you coming from? Oh, we went to have some tacos and have some beers. Pulled over, secondary. All right, whatever. Got pulled over. I Mind you, at that time, I was a big prick. I had a, I had a BMW. So I feel like, uh-oh, Mexican. And a BMW. Yeah, Mexican looking all like this and a BMW. Secondaries. So yeah, straight to secondary. My we'll cousins were s- we'll there. We'll see what's under that And hood. my cousins were like, Calmate, just play it cool. I was like, bitch, I don't know who you think you're rolling with. I said, we're coming back from hanging out in Tijuana, having tacos and drinking beers. We're good. Like, yeah. Shut up and don't say nothing. I was like, oh, God, this is not going to go well. <laughs> at that moment, I was Because like, <laughs> what I'm not good at at this state in time is shutting up yeah, and saying nothing. At that age, no. Fuck no. you. You know, I was like, but I told, in my head, I was like, these assholes are going to ruin everything. They're just going to keep yapping and they're going to fucking piss off the Border Patrol and we're going to get stuck in secondary like for hours. And I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Whatever it is, it is. Bitch brought up, they brought up the dogs. They started taking shit apart in the car. Like no. they took the fucking um, spare. I remember this vividly because it was a one time 
ever that they pulled out the spare. They put uh, my car on jacks. They pulled off the tires and they weighed the tires because, uh, you know, they thought that we were bringing shit back in the tires. And I was wow. like, and I was like, oh, and I don't even think I ever told my parents this story, but I, I was like, you hey, just did. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> um, weights, everything. So they did good at the car. Car went in and out and la la la. And I saw them put everything back together. And I saw that there was a bunch of dog fur in the car. And I was like, you guys going to clean that shit up? He's like, motherfucker, you got money. You can clean that shit up. I was like, Ooh, I was like, it's the way. Testing it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, Thanks, man. Testing and then one, my two. cousin just kind of looked at me and he's like, kind of like, give it down, give it down, give it down, give it down. Meanwhile, I'm worried about those motherfuckers wiling out and saying <laughs> shit. And I'm over here like, this motherfucker, he's not going to clean up this fucking dog hair in my car. Right, right. Oh. And I was like, all right, cool. And I sat down. I was like, how much longer is this going to be? He's like, we'll let you know. And you know what? Don't think I didn't see them boots. I was like, what? Them boots are illegal in the U.S. You can't be bringing in turtle skin boots. One, I was proud of him. He knew they were Kawama, dog. He knew <laughs> hey, dog, you got a good eye. I was like, ah, how did you? He's like, where'd you get them boots? I was like, well, actually, they're my dad's. You know, he brought them up from I don't know where. Well, they're illegal. He's like, all right, cool. What do you want me to do? You want me to take them off? He's like, hold tight. We'll be right with you. That was my hand that I had. Yeah. I didn't want to play that hand. Oh, no, sir. Please don't say, well, fuck, you want them? What? Yeah. And, and it worked because we went inside. He came out and he's like, all right, you guys are good. You, you have a history. You're uh, fucking this. You're felon. And I, we're not going to mention any names. And he's like, you're felon. You got to stay with us. La, la, la. They kept one of my cousins, bro. Oh, yeah. shit. Now I was like, fuck. Now I'm not going to get out of this. You know what I mean? Now, like, now there's like collateral damage. Now we're going to have to like go, uh, come back, uh, handle uh, shit here. Oh, uh, oh, pelo. It's a long night, man. All for some tacos and beer, man. Yep. All for some tacos the and sad beer. Day, but dime, it was worth it, Kendall. It was. Like, <laughs> it, it always <laughs> is, man. <laughs> it's always worth it to go to Tiguas and get tacos and beer, and then and then come back. And now you have now I have that story forever. Yeah. I have many stories, like right, you right. know, married, not married, whatever, down there. See that are just like fuck. You're this close it's, it's, to fucking it all it's, up. It's always worth. It. I remember, fuck. This is. Five years ago, man, it, it's it's so hilarious, and this just goes to show you that's the it's those tijuas, man. We, uh, my mom and I, went to go drop my dad off because uh, tragedy in the family, and he was flying down south, and he was flying out of TG, always does. And at that point, they didn't have the expressway. No the hell, no. So that was a crazy time. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, and, and so my mom called me, and she's like, "Hey, go with me, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't want to drive a load of tijuas because he we had to drop him off like at midnight uh-huh. in the morning. He was flying red eye, and it was funny because we go down there and. Of course, God bless my mom. We can't go to Tijuana without one of our relatives meeting us at the airport. Oh, aquí está, ir a unas cositas. Y, oh, te, me traiste ropa que no. Ah, we will. Hey. Yes. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I'm like, mom, it's fucking one in the morning. We're sitting in the airport and we're exchanging shit. Like, how do you think we look right now? Ay, mijo, esto lo que hacen todos. Like, ah, we're and fine. it's true. Your mama has a good point. Yeah, she's got a great point. And then sure enough, we get ready to leave. She goes, pues llegamos por los taquitos, que no? Ah, wait, <laughs> Let's get some tacos. I mean, <laughs> we're here, right? <laughs> it's 1.30 in the morning and I'm laughing because I'm like, man, I'm like, it doesn't matter if you're with your friends partying or if you're dropping out somebody mm-hmm. at the airport. It's, it's, you can't it's go to always Tijuana and grab some taquitos and a little... Camomita and yeah. No pasa nada, viejo. No. Pero en veces sí pasa. Because I've had yeah. my run-ins with Mexican fucking cops, bro. I'm going to give yeah. you another little cool little tip. Uh-oh. Well, not, not cool. Whatever. Um, <laughs> we went to Puerto Nuevo. And this one was with wifey. I think we were married. Not quite sure if we were married. We were with wifey. No, um, you were close. Yeah, if not, practically. And we went to the, to Puerto Nuevo. We went some friends. We went some with some British friends, some some white friends. You know, they speak like this. Um, actually, it was John here from the brewery, and, <laughs> <laughs> and one of his homies, the, the unicorn. Bro, tell me we didn't get lit. We were like drunk. We were in, we were 
tourist that day. Normally, I act accordingly. Sure. I know how to act where I am, but something got the fucking cubetas of Pacifico got the best of me yep. with the little uh, Dixie cup shot glasses <laughs> that they have. Something got the best of me that day. While you're eating your langostita. Oh, yeah. langostita. If you're ever in Puerto Nuevo, please feel free to go yeah. to Ortega's. Ortega's oh. is a family-owned restaurant by my wife's family, and they'll take care of you like kings. Tell them Emo Brown sent you. You don't get nothing. Just tell them Emo Brown sent <laughs> Just tell them. <laughs> Just tell them Emo Brown For the sake of the podcast? <laughs> tell, oh, my God. So we, we were there, had some food, whoop-de-woo, went out drinking to the little clubs in the area, drove back down to Rosarito, hung out in Rosarito, and shit went sideways. So we were drinking, and pretty soon we realized, fuck, one- we spent all of our cash, um, so we're not going to be able to go back on the garrita. The garrita is the toll roads. Mm-hmm. So if you're ever going to go down there and you don't know your way around, like Baja or even Playas, Ensenada, Rosarito, any of those spots, if you don't know your way around down there, stick to the fucking toll roads. Stick, to, stick toll to the fucking toll roads. Stick to the fucking toll roads. We didn't have money to go back on the toll roads because we were being belligerent white girls from Arizona State University. Uh, university. Anniversary. Chato Borracho. Arizona State University. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we were drunk. Uh, you say Arizona State. I got it. Right. Arizona State? University. We were white girl wasted, bro. We were on that next level and we realized they were like, bro, it's like, I have no cash. Oh, it doesn't matter. And I, I didn't have the heart to tell. I was like, oh, it matters. Like, if we don't go on the toll road and if I go to the side, I still had the BMW. And I... Quickly realized I got to get rid of this fucking car. This is like a cop magnet down here. It's like, I was stupid. I was young, ignorant. <sighs> um, got pulled over. Got pulled over going down the, the regular road on the side. <clears throat> pulled us over on a motorcycle. And we were, doing, we were singing Chalino Sanchez a todo lo que da doggy. I still remember the music was high. I'm driving. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk, but I'm chilling. Right, and right, I'm right. like, and we're all singing and like, oh, tengo la alma enamorada, no más de pensar, corazón. And I'm like, copper made eye contact with me. He made direct eye contact with me. That's when you know. And I was like, Mike, do you ever get that feeling when you're, you just got caught doing some dumb shit? Like, oh, yeah. like for me, it was like that moment. And then going to work at a financial institution and knowing that the cars parked in the, in the, the parking lot were that of auditors. So when I saw those cars and I was like, fuck, the auditors are here. Like the blood just rushed down yeah. from me and I felt cold. I felt that moment when the cop looked at me directly in the eyes. I was like, yeah, le cayó caca a la leche. I looked over at whoever was my passenger. I don't know if it was wifey or somebody else. I looked at her. She looked at me and we were like, oh, yeah, it was wifey. And and, and it, I just sank, bro. The fun, I was like, the fun has come. I was like, well, here it is. Before and then, and he pulled us over because he turned around. So I just fucking pulled over and I turned around and I told there was three white dudes in the back seat, John, William, and fucking uh, Gavin Randolph, whatever you know. Yeah, of course it was. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, bro, all three of you, take off your watches, put five dollars in the fucking like here, put it in the till. Whoa, 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 what's going on? Listen to what I'm saying. Put this shit here. I have to handle something. So okay, you got down. Bájate conmigo. I was like, all right, ¿qué onda? Están tomando, ya. Les ahí tomando, los traje unos compillas de la escuela, bla, bla, bla. No, no nunca han venido a Puerto Nuevo. Yeah, Querían yeah. pistear. Ah, ok. ¿Y de quién es el carro, cabrón? Ese cabrón. Like, at that point, I was like, all right. But, okay. You got to read signs. When they start talking to you like that, they're down to play. Yeah. You know, they're, they're down to party. They just yeah. want a little something in return. Yeah, yeah. All right? So I was like, no, el carro es mi jefita. Like I told him, this is not even my car, bro. It's my, it's my mom's car. What? Yeah. And then, like, hopefully he wasn't going to look at registration and see some <laughs> shit. But I was like, no es mi carro, jefe, el carro de jefita. Querían venir a Puerto Nuevo, una langosta, los traje. Y aquí estamos disfrutando el día. No le voy a echar mentiras. Están pedos. Por eso estoy manejando yo. Tú estás pedo también, cabrón. You're drunk too. I was like, no, cabrón. 
this the abuelo de aquí. I can fucking smell you from yeah, here. Yeah, I was like, no, bro. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like whatever. Ah, no. Hay que presentarte al juez. He's like, well, let me present you to the judge. Because down there, shit goes, like, it goes from one to a hundred quickly. Yeah. And it's all on how you handle it. And it's all on how you handle it, you know? And I was like, well, cool. Vamos a ir con el juez. Vamos con el juez. ¿Me voy yo solo? ¿Se van ellos o cómo le hacemos? He's like, no, cabrón. Todos se van a ir con nosotros. I said, all right, cool. Pues ahí le va una, viejo. ¿Tienen hambre? Aquí tengo una lana. And they were like, ah, okay. Pues por ahí hubieras empezado, compita. Por ahí hubieras empezado. <sighs> yeah, dude. I legit had less than $10. <laughs> Yeah, that one, yeah. Yes. Oh, we had change, bro. Because we had no money. We didn't have money to go through the toll road. So, so motherfuckers took off their watch. They took off their watches and they put it in there. I had literally less than $10 in change, you know? In change. <sighs> so I was like, bro, he had his clipboard and I don't know what the fuck he was writing. He was just writing yeah, shit down. Bullshit. And I said, pass. I put it on top and I said, pass. I gave him the watches. And um, he's like, no, mijo, si no se hace aquí. And I was like, oh shit, my what? He's like, por abajo. He's like, Don't give this shit to me on top. Hand it to me underneath the clipboard. Uh, and I was like, oh, you motherfucker. This is the game you want to play. I said, bitch, ain't yeah. nobody here looking at yeah, you. Yeah, right, right. the motherfucker yeah. that's trying to hustle me. And and I'm hustling you. And now you, you want to hustle back. Ten, yeah, I, only got, I have less than $10. And like one of them was a swatch, bro. It was a swatch. <laughs> it was like a, a nice watch, a, a, an okay watch, and a swatch with like a rubber fucking strap. <laughs> he, got it, he got it at fucking Family Fun Center oh, the machine. Yeah. And he... He's not above it. He took it. He took everything. Look at the watch. And he's like, no, esto no lo quiero. <laughs> so yeah. like, I'll fast forward really quick. I came back into the car. I, I, I grabbed the watch. I said, who's this? He's like, mine. Take this shit back. The fucker, <laughs> the cop didn't even want your whack ass watch. We'll take this shit back. And I went back. Okay, so now. Your <laughs> watch wasn't good enough for a bribe. Yeah. How do you so, feel about that? Backtrack to talking to him. He's like, hey. Pues para que aprendas, cabrone. Aquí abajo no se juega. Si van a tomar. Uh, and at that point, it was lecture time. Yeah. And it was lecture time. I was like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, yeah. all right. You got your less than $10 in change, bro. Not one fucking bill was exchanged. It's all change. Take it. You got two watches. Now what? So he was like, okay. Que les vaya bien. Con cuidado. Si te pasa otra vez, no te puedo proteger. Porque ya está tu, eh, están tus manos. It's like, if you keep going and you get pulled over again, it's out of That's my hands, you, bro. Yeah. It's you. I was like, all right, cool. I said, Are we done? And he's like, yeah, you can go. And I was like, gave my license. I don't know when. I was like, so motherfuckers, I just saved all of you at least six hours of drama. Yeah. And let's just go. So yeah, we uh, left. But right when I was leaving, right when I was leaving, a fucking another BMW, this one a convertible with white people over there. He looked at his partner on his motorcycle and he went like this, like whistled and gestured over with his head to them. We left. He pulled them white girls over. In the BMW, oh, in the convertible. Wow. And I looked at him, and he just kind of smiled at me and winked at me. I was like, you motherfucker. They know. Be careful. They know. Don't go to Ensenada, Rosarito, Puerto Nuevo, if you ain't got money for the toll road. I'm not yep. saying it's always going to happen, but it's been known to happen. Yep. And if you don't have money for the toll road, you better have money for... Uh... Yeah, you better have $10 and a watch to get your ass <laughs> out of jail. Because that motherfucker was like, you were going to have to go present you to the judge. And if you go to the judge, and if he deems you're drunk, you're going into jail, bro. You're going to jail for like a day or two. It's like, I, I don't know about you, but I don't feel like fucking spending a day in a Ensenada, Rosarito, Ooh. Tijuana, any of those jails, bro. So those are my younger youth days crossing the border in a BMW. Living never going to happen again. No, <laughs> never, ever going to happen again. Now, I'm, a, this age. I'm a law-abiding citizen. I have sentry, for God's sakes, brother. Ay, Tengo el sentry. That took me forever. But, uh, Everybody in my family got that shit in like a month or two. It took me like half a year, almost a year to get my shit. Really? Yeah. So I'm good. Now I'm good. Huh. <sighs> I haven't told that story in a long time. That's a good story. That's a, I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. 
Because we were young, dude. We used, John and I, we went to school together. We called them Tipsy Tuesdays. We were in high school, um, seniors at Benita High. And we would get out of school. And uh, he had a car. So he would drive. And we would go to Tijuana. <laughs> we, now that I think back, and now that I have children, bro, you have a daughter. Mm-hmm. Our kids are like the same age, roughly. They're in they the same. Here. They're the, in the same the era, one. you yeah, know, yeah, like from from five to ten. They're all in that era. They're all gonna do the dumb shit that we did. And I always talk to wifey and other friends that have kids. Like, damn, bro. Last thing you want to do is look back and think of all the shit that you did, and you barely got out of it by the skin of your teeth. It's like I got three boys. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna go through some fucking headaches with these guys, you know? Because John Marshall and myself, we used to go to Tijuas after school every Tuesday. You know, every Tuesday we would go to a little place. um, Yeah, and man, we were young, bro. You know, and he was white, so honestly, I he was my get out of jail free card. Yep, like he, I knew he wasn't gonna get fucked with because I knew at the moment that shit hit the fan, he was gonna one call daddy or two pull out some money. So I was like, fuck, I'm going with this guy. I'm not gonna get in trouble because this guy's he's driving, he's in control. Always let him drive. He didn't drive down there. We would drive to the border and we would park, pay our $7, walk across, walk to Revolución on the bridge, todo el pelo, you know? We had our, we had it down tight. Like yeah, we knew what we were doing. When we would take friends, oh, I don't know, bro. I don't know if I want to go to Mexico. Oh, I don't. <laughs> we'd be like, bitch, like we go every week, you know, we get tacos, yeah. we go, we went to. You see us? That means we're coming back. Yeah, we here, motherfucker. Um, we would go to a place called the Cactus Club. The Cactus Club. And they'd have a cool deal. $10 deal. $10 deal. You'd get um 10 coronitas and 10 shots of like the little, again, the little plastic cups of tequila. Budget ass tequila, bro. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know what the fuck was in there. but They, it was, they were making it there. Who knows what the fuck was in there, homie. But we, we were. We would take $20 and we would double up, you know? This and this together. Da, da, da. Hang out there. Like We'd leave school like at 1. Would get to work at six because him and I used to work at a. We're burn ourselves right now. We used to work at a at a veterinarian's office here in Benito. I know, bro. Yeah, and uh, and that that was our job. Those were our jobs after school. It didn't matter what time we got there, as long as we got it done, you know. So we would go to Tijuas, eat, drink, walk across the border. Fuck, bro. I don't even remember getting across some of those times. Go to work, walk these dogs, medicate the dogs that needed medicating, change their fucking uh, cages. Like, we had a list of, of things that we had to do. Yeah, yeah. We would go in, and that would be our out for, like, our parents. Where were you? Ah, oh, it was a lot of dogs and cats at the fucking oh vet. God. So, it's like, we got this, that, and the other to do. So, we would go, you know, like, at seven and whatever. Fuck, oh, bro. I worry for my children. Because if they're in the pool, even half of the shit that we did. And I was a good kid. You know, like, I never got in trouble. Like, we wilded out when we got older, like, senior year yeah. and everybody. Fuck, I got my eye on my middle child, and that motherfucker likes to wild out already. And I'm like, oh, este güey, mamá. Me un pinche taque corazón, este güey. El Jackson? El Jackson, güey. You're crazy, bro. You don't give a fuck. He doesn't care. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, it's, it's terrifying to think about that, huh? Like, oh, man. Well, you tell me you have a beautiful little girl, bro. I do, yeah. She got her wrapped around her pink, your pinky. Yep. Oh, oh yeah, no. Yep, yeah. It's, yeah, I don't look forward to that. I... If, you know, the coronavirus is too soon, but I hope something takes me out before then so I don't have to deal with it. You don't want it that soon? Nah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bitch, you have a uh, like a, a got predetermined, a, like... I got a good life insurance policy. It should be fine. <sighs> That'll take But you don't want to go... How soon do you want to go? Damn, this got morbid. <laughs> Quick, <laughs> Look, I'm 37, man. Go ahead. I'll go, I'll go to 40. I'm fine. You'd be good dying at 40? <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Bitch, I'm 40. I don't want to go... <laughs> I don't want to die yet. <laughs> I'm a kid. I'm old. No, I'm nah. just kidding, man. No, no, no. I say that, man. She's... She's good, man. I hope that, uh, you know, it's 
like you said, you were a good kid and you still wild out. So I was a good kid, but you know, you still, every everybody pushes their limits. Yes. So, And everybody knows their own limits. You have to understand that it's coming and you hope for the best and just see where it goes. Same question that, uh, who did I talk to? Oh, Maddie. We were talking about it last, last time we were here. Um, excuse me. Um, kids, our kids, mm-hmm. are we going to allow them to drink around us? That's a weird one. I've had this conversation before, and I don't know how to answer it because, you know, you can say yes and have them drink in moderation and set the example that, you know, there's a way to do it without going overboard. But that still doesn't guarantee that they're going to follow that example because peer pressure is a motherfucker. Oh, motherfucker. You know, it's it's crazy because I didn't drink till I was 20. People were wilding out around me, pounding beers. My friends were throwing up at parties. I was the sober one watching it, man, taking care of everybody. I was I was that guy. So, you know, for the most part, I behave, but um, doesn't that doesn't guarantee the next generation will. And, you know, I remember, like, you know, my grandfather and my uncles and my pops, you know, and it was mostly just, hey, see how bad this is. Cause yeah, you're not going like to like it. You're like not going to like it. it. Yeah, so, you know. Because we were talking, we are like, all right, we have boys. He has he has two boys and an older daughter. I said, "You're close," because like I think his daughter's like a teenager. I'm yeah. not too sure, but it, he has two younger boys, and I have three boys. We're like, bro, I'm of the mindset that if these little kids are gonna want to drink, I'd rather they learn their limits with us. Right. The last thing I want is for these little crazy kids to go to their first party without like adult supervision, and there's gonna be a keg, and there's gonna be shots, and they're gonna think it's like orange juice or whatever, and they're gonna just start going to town on it. And then, boom, blackout. They still make jungle juice? Me imagino, güey. <laughs> Unless this generation has completely lost its mind, they better have some sort of fucking jungle juice, bro. So it's like I told them, I said, I'd rather have my kids, you know, have a beer with us as soon as they get a little older, right. 15, 16, have a beer. Because I had my first beer really young, but my first beer when my dad said, here, try this, a carta blanca at 14, a kawama, boom. And I had it, and I was like, all right, cool. This tastes like shit. Like, I don't think I want this, you know? Right. Boom, and I did it, and I kind of steered clear from it. And then... um. Started going to Tijuana when I was little to visit my cousins. And yeah, I got shit-faced. So it's like, I want my kids to kind of follow, like, fall into that trap around us. I don't know how I'm going to feel about weed. That'll be a whole different conversation. I wait till they get older, but it's like. Especially now, it's a whole different conversation. We're going to be crossing those bridges soon, We have to. it's, it's, It's inevitable, man. And again, like, you think about, you know, I always hear people talk about, like, oh, well, look at the way they do things overseas, and that's why the drinking age is lower over there, because these people know how to uh, ingrain these lessons in their children, and, you know, these kids start drinking from the time they're 15, 16, 17, you know, and they never go overboard because they know it's just something you do. Like, you go and have a pint, but you don't have 14 of them. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Yeah. And, Miracle. And, yeah, yeah, because that's something that we do up here binge drink yeah binge drinking is us you know that's don't get me wrong people you know the irish drink like a motherfucker but Mm -hmm. you know that's but it's cultural it's culture it's a party thing you know what i mean but most of those cats like they know that if you let them drink at an early age and teach them how to drink within their limits and their boundaries you're fine but yeah how you set those boundaries man like uh, that's gonna be crazy i can't fathom that's gonna be crazy oh yeah yeah yeah, i'm not looking forward to that no of course who is who is man that's the part of a parent like right now you're enjoying these years and having fun you're getting big quick bro quick that's a fucking um a a, a stereotype como se dice a cliche that's a cliche that i heard always oh they grow up so fast oh big time vergas they do they grow up so fucking fast 
Everyone tells you that. You're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Especially yeah, when you yeah. hear it so often. In the blink of an eye, there will be this, that, and the other. Yep. Bitch, in the blink of an eye, I have a seven-year-old. He's going to be eight. I have a five-year-old who's going to be six now, like yep. in two days. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. And to me, they're those little good, the little dudes yeah. still, you know. Like and they, it doesn't help now that you got all the apps with like the flashbacks and the yeah. memories oh, and yeah. the thing. Every floor, fucking so. day I get something new. Oh, I'm like, you're just I'm like, bitch, you want to cry? I got something for you. Okay, ¿qué pasa? What's up with all these people that are protesting right now about having America go back to normal? man. That's going to make me angry. Capella dog. I, I don't understand. I it mean, hurt. It, it hit home because it happened here in San Diego, dog. It happened here in the hood in San Diego. Thankfully, not here in the hood, hood in Chula Vista or everybody. But with all those malls that happened somewhere. I mean, shit, it happened in San Diego and downtown and fucking Encinitas. I mean, you hang out with a lot of white people, so give me their their point of view. What what are they thinking doing this? You know, I it's it's funny. Most of the people that I see that are posting about it, whether it's you know Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, people that I talk to on a regular basis, they're all just as angry because. You know, what people can't fathom is two things. Why are you doing something that are putting others at risk? Because, like, yeah, fine, man, you're saying that you don't think it's going to affect you. It's not about you. It's about countless other people. And it's about the whole purpose of this was to bring relief to the health system, to give to give the hospitals and all these places a break to flatten the curve and, you know, give them the time so that they had enough resources to properly treat people. You know, once we get to that point and we feel like we have that, you know, we we're inside that bubble, then yeah, we can resume some sense of normalcy and, you know, to fucking just cause Becky needs a goddamn haircut and Philip wants to go fishing, you know, now, you know, and fucking Chato racista dog. Yeah, poco que no way. Hey, 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 you see, you see any fucking Mexicans out there protesting? Probably not, bro. Yeah, because we're working. You know, that's true. I Let's heard. Let's be a cr- honest, man. I heard a crazy stat, and um, I don't know. Oh, it was a pinchy Governor Cuomo. Yeah, you know, Governor Cuomo. He's he's doing his thing. You know, I'm, thing, I'm sure people hate him. I'm hey, sure he's, people, he's got a dirty background, yeah. but and, and yeah, because wifey was asking me like, why hasn't this guy run for like president? I said, there's a reason. I'm yeah, sure. I said I don't know specifically, but oh, I'm sure there's this motherfucker has, he has some skeletons in his closet. Oh, I'm he's sure. Got, he's said, got one. He's a politician. You know. Yeah. Two. He's East Coast. And I feel like all those dudes in power, like, they all got a background. They all got a history. Remember when Giuliani, everyone thought he was a hero? Oh, all it took was no, a, a little it, click and search. And you're like, it's a way. No Um, But yeah, he, she was like, oh, well, I like him. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody, he's doing an excellent job, yep. you know? And uh, he was saying, well, there's a reason that uh, the numbers are skewed toward minorities being the uh, majority of people who are more susceptible to following to the COVID, you know, to the mm-hmm. coronavirus. And he's like, why do you think? He's like, minorities are brown people, are black people, are minorities. They are the frontline workers. You know, they are the ones working at the grocery store, working in healthcare, working at in the in shipping, in fields, you know. And I'm like, fuck, that's right. And it's like, and, and it's an easy connect, you know, like when you really, when you're really trying to connect the dots, like, oh shit, why? And it is, man. I mean. We're out there. I'm still working. You know, higher higher numbers right now. Yeah, and it's gonna be scary to find out when, if they ever really announce all of the deaths that are going on. Because you got to think, bro. There's a lot of uncertainty on how many people are really dying because of this. Right. We really don't know. And then the fucking the, the the irritating, you know, component of this. These people are out there protesting, and it's the same ones that bitch and moan because Colin Kaepernick took a lee, or mm. that the women were out there protesting to fight for their, you know, their their rights to, you know, what 
the control of the government was trying to take over their bodies, and now they're out there because they can't go fucking swimming. The chew is on the other foot. Yeah, but they don't see that now, man. No, oh, they're 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 in their mind. They're patriots. Yeah, yeah America. They should have followed the rules. Yeah. They should have followed the rules. But now when the rules apply to them, it's like, no, you're infringing upon my rights, my constitutional and, rights. And that's the kind of stuff that it's just, you know, they don't see it that way. And even if you call them out on it, they have, always have a way to twist it and yeah. make it look like they're in the right. But And people ask me, why don't you ever like say some shit? It's like, why, man? Ain't nobody going to win. Yeah. You're like, I can't, can't. I can't. I can't voice like a, a legit opinion on these things. You know, I got to just I have to take care of what I know is right. And if I see it wrong, I have to address it. But I just can't like spout shit out, bro. You know what's funny? When I spout out shit like that, it's mostly so I can weed out who the idiots are. Yeah. Sometimes I do it just for that reason alone. Let's see who responds and who backs that play so I can realize you're a fucking moron. I have no place for you in my life. And you just delete, 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 delete. A la madre. Even in, in more importantly, even if it's just social media, I delete them from my fucking life, you know? Yeah. Calmate tú este güey. So if this was Bachelor, they wouldn't be getting a rose. I don't know how that show works. Neither do I, but I heard about it. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine that. No, they would not be. It's just, yeah, it's frustrating as shit, man, because nobody wants to be staying at home, man. And there's long-term ramifications. I kind of like staying at home. Okay, okay, all right. I kind of enjoy staying at home. People like you like staying at home, and and there's people now that are collecting unemployment that are making more money than they were before. Yeah, bro. They're they're fine. That's crazy. Good for them. Whatever. You know, you put into that. If you've worked and you put into these services, good. Take advantage of these services now because they they're have. there for you. You know, they're there for you. So that's that's the kind of stuff that, you know, it's it's frustrating on that end. And, you know, nobody wants to do what's happening, but we're doing it because, hey, you know, here's a wild shot in the dark. Fucking medical professionals and people that have studied their entire lives are giving us this advice. You know, it's funny how everybody wants to listen to scientists when it benefits them, but not, you know, when people, Oh yeah. Global climb. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's right. nothing. Global warming. Hogwash. Yeah. <laughs> but then as soon as it's like, Oh wait, you know what? He's right. Now we'll listen. And now because it's, it's something that they don't like. And it's so dumb, man. Like to it me, inconvenienced, you know, inconvenience. And, and what, that's, but even that's a harsh word because what are they really being inconvenienced for? You know, like nobody likes this. Sure. But, you're at home where most everybody has fucking three, four, five streaming services, a roof over your uh-huh. head, food on the table. Yeah, I get it. We're fortunate, though. You know, knock on wood. Yeah. We, we are fortunate that, you know, we have the means to survive through these things. Some people don't. No, they don't. You know? And, and we got to do our the, best to help people who don't. You sure. know? Like, And we're not superheroes like that. It's And wife is like, why are you always trying to help everybody? He's like, not everybody, just who I can. Who I have I can, $10 yeah. in my pocket. Like. Who can, no, he could benefit from having $10 right. in my pocket. At the end of the day, as much as like, you know, this, this, it's what it, what's tighten the belt. Yeah. Tighten the belt a little bit more. Yeah. And, and that notch that you got rid of, who can, who can take that? Who can excess? take it over? Yeah, bro. And it's true. It's, it's tough. It's <laughs> not always necessary. Like, you know, but right now it is. So like, yes, a weird time. Yesterday I was here at the brewery and, um, behind the, the back doors of our, of the, of the uh, building. It's our two-way doors. They open out, and that's where we get our shipments, our grain deliveries, yeah. and whatever, like all our raw material or deliveries. I've been here, I've been here for one of those. <laughs> and um, there was a homeless dude, like posted up, bro, like legit, like he wasn't there at the time, but it was like a, it was a mess. It was a bunch of garbage everywhere. But I saw his little nook in the corner. I was like, oh, I said, well, okay, that's where he lives currently. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm torn. I was like, all right, one, I get it. You ain't got nowhere to go. 
this is it. This is your reality right now. Two, I got deliveries coming tomorrow and I can't have you here because like I've been waiting for this shit. So I get out there and I just kind of start moving the trash portion of his like little little living facility and like put, he had a, a cart. So I started loading the cart and pushing it to the side and he comes, I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't know where my mind is. I said, hey, homie, don't even apologize. I said, yeah. I'm just moving you from here to the neighbors. <laughs> I said, you can go next door and hang yeah, out yeah. over there. But right now I'm getting a delivery. Yeah. I said, and I, and I just can't have you here. So it's business. Is just, yeah, yeah. And he's like, my bad. I'll, like, I'll pick up on my mask. And I said, you. Do you need anything? Like you know, like yeah. I like I have I have food inside, and it's like you know what I can use some coke. And I went inside and brought him like four, three or four bottles of coke, yeah. um, some chips, some tuna jerky. We had some food, like some pizzas from the day that sure, you sure. know. So I got him loaded up, and I said, "All right, cool." And he's like, "Bro, like just here is gonna be off limits for now." I said, "You can hang out here, you can hang out there, but right here, this is where." Like, I'm going to get deliveries. I need, I need, I need this, this space. space. And he's like, I appreciate you, man. He's just like, I said, fuck, don't. And he said, I'm sorry. He's like, you got to apologize to me, bro. I said, you're doing your thing. I, I, this is what I can do to help you. I just, I'm going to ask that you can't be here. You know, like, this is the, the area that I'm going to need. And, and he's like, oh, and most of I got like, you, bro. I got you. You talk to them like humans. They yeah. respond like humans, man. Because I reached out to a few people. What should I do? How should I handle this? Fuck that. Call the cops. And I was like, para que, güey? Yeah, what's, like, what's a cop the cops gonna do? You're like, I don't know what kind of fucking day the cop had. The cop's going to come in. And it, it's and a non-emergency line right one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a non-emergency line, obviously. But I don't know what kind of day the cop had. You know, like, what did the cop go? Fuck out You got to go. Well, not even that. Like, right now with the coronavirus, yeah. the cops probably don't even want to get close to them. Yeah. What are they going to say? Like, uh, he's not doing anything. So, so I was like, bro, like, fuck. Here, let me get you what you need. I got food. And it's like, I'm not even saying, like, leave this area. Just move over a little bit so my dude can so come can, in tomorrow. I can do my And he was business. like, I appreciate it, man. Uh, it means a lot. La, la, la. So, yeah, he grabbed his stuff, took it up, went over to the neighbors uh, behind Tony's spot. <laughs> I felt bad, but I was like, ah, fuck, who am I going to? I'm not going to tell him he can't be there either. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, Tony. <laughs> Tony, that's on you Your now. turn. And, um, yeah, so it's like, you got to, if you see an opportunity to help somebody who needs it, you, you don't have Some, to fucking have money. Like, I gave him no money because I have no money. Right, you know, right. like, I have no... Well, one, I lost my wallet. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to have money. But two, I was like, you know what? I have fucking sodas in here. I have waters. I have, jerky, like, jerky. Leftover I have chips. Food, yeah. Leftover food. I said, I got you. I said, I'm here every day. I'm here around this time. If I'm here and I see you, I got you. You know, like, I can get you these minimal the things. Like, you know, things, like, whatever. Yeah. Came by today. He wasn't there. Um, so maybe he moved on to another spot, but it's like, I take care. Like I'm going to do my best. That's yeah. all we can do. You can, uh, you, you can try can and do. do your best. Everyone can try and do it. And at best. the end of the day, the only way we're going to get out of this is by sticking together, man. Yeah. It's having each other's backs, checking in on one another. Like I said, I talked about it, you know, sending a text, man. How you guys holding up? Mm-hmm. Anything I can do, mm-hmm. you know, and Agreed. making a phone call, getting on that FaceTime, lo que sea, those meetings and just, Keeping some sense of normalcy and having each other's back is going to go a long way right now. Because <laughs> we don't know how long this is going to no, last. We don't know, man. Like, you know, it's Damn. it's a trip, dog. I go to sleep and I wake up and I'm like, oh, all right. I Wait, you go out. to sleep and you wake up? Uh, yeah, it's it weird. weird. <laughs> it's, a new, it's a new study. I will share it. Um, y luego, it takes me a minute. You know, I stretch out a little bit. I, I try to get my coffee. And luego, I'll pick up my phone or turn on the TV, like I said, and then I'm like, oh, fuck, that's right. We're at a pandemic and life is not normal anymore i want to go back to sleep yeah but it's the it's it's what we're all going through and and it sucks do you have a set schedule like do you have like a a, like a routine that you've gotten yourself into right now yes i try to i try to stay somewhat close to that because 
it gives me a sense of normalcy, you know what I mean? And I don't, you know, hey, dude, trust me with this, take the time, especially as much as you and I, people like us, and I don't even come close to the schedule that you people normally People like keep. us, what are you saying? What do you mean? You okay, people? what does this mean, you no, people? No, but you know what I mean? Like, people like us that are hustling all the time, and like you, you got three jobs normally, you know? It's it's good to take some time to unwind. <laughs> got a lot of mouths to feed, bro. <laughs> yeah. Take some time to unwind, and there's mm-hmm. been days where I, you know, hell, I'm not going to change out of my sweats. I'm going to mm-hmm. kick it, mm-hmm. watch Netflix all day. But for the most part, yeah, man, I try to get up and, you know, take care of something, get on my computer, see where I can hustle a little bit more, see what I can do for the kid. You know, I'm researching activities, stuff that we can have fun with together, little science projects that we can put together, little drives that we can take. Look, I say, you know, trying to trying to trying to figure out a way to I want her to look back at this one day. And yeah, man, because this is going to be shit that's going to be in the history Historic. Un. Presidented times, we uncharted did. waters, lo que sea. Call it all those cliches, but it's the reality. Yeah. And I don't want her to think like, man, that was wild. I want her yeah. to think like, yeah, we lived through that, but. I hung out with yeah. my dad all the time. Yeah. I hung out with my mom all the time. Yeah. I was with my parents. So we Pops got to play outside. I, we got to do this. Yeah. You know, I'm picking her up on Thursday. Um, You know, we usually, my ex-wife and I meet in the middle of, you know, she lives in Temecula. I live in Escondido. So we meet like at the 76 in Bonzo. I'm going to drive all the way up there because she has Zoom with her classes on Tuesday and Thursday, and I want my ex-wife to be involved, so I'm going to let her, you know, keep her for those days and go up there. On the way home, we're stopping at this little strawberry farm. Like, you used to be able to pick them. You can't do that anymore. Mm. But we're going to pick up some fresh strawberries, and we're going to take a drive through the mountains. We're going to go stop at a deli by where we used to live, pick up some sandwiches. Go home and have a little picnic. San Guishonda. Look at yeah. you know what I mean? Just trying to just trying to keep, keep it fresh and You gotta keep it normal for them. Yeah. Because these little weenies, they don't know, bro. They they don't know. To them it's life as usual. Yep. I was like, Oh, I'm not going to school, I'm gonna do school here. Yeah. Everything else is normal to them. Yeah. So the last thing I went I fucked up. I was watching the news and like my son, my oldest, watched uh some news like breaking news. Five year old do- girl dies oh. in Georgia. Oh I wasn't paying attention to that. I was doing something else, folding my clothes, but I heard him go to the back and tell my wife, mom, a five-year-old girl in Georgia died of like the COVID. <sighs> and as soon as he said that, I was like, in my head, I had the timer. Three, two, one. ¿Por qué lo estás dejando que mire la noticia? And I was like, oh, I was like, fuck. Part of me want to be like, you little rat, Sonny. Yeah. You little rat, what are you doing ready now? <laughs> but I was like, I felt up. bad. And it's yeah. like, and that's a fuck up, you know? And, and at, the to- at the moment, like, I didn't think like to be like, fuck, I'm sorry, wifey. Because I apologize. I fuck up like that all the time. Yeah. And I get caught up doing shit that I. But you owned it. Yeah, I own it. And as I, I get it. I'm bad, whatever. I see it. I, I'll do my best not to let it happen again, but I'm sure it'll happen again. And it's like, that's what I want to avoid. And wifey does her best to not let these kids watch anything. It's me. I'm the asshole who turns on the news and tries to keep up on what's going on. I heard that little excerpt. I saw it happen. I saw him go back to wifey and tell him, like, oh, man, this is going to come back on me right quick. Owned it. Did it. Whatever. Caesar. Again, man, like you said, we got it. We're in this together. We're trying to take care of the kids, provide them a sense of normalcy. And we all got to figure this shit out together, man. And it's not easy, but it's necessary. So it's not easy. But it's necessary. Yeah. What's the other option? People are dying. Yeah. <laughs> and with that happy note. Yeah. And, and uh, thanks for cruising through, brother. Anytime. I'm what gonna... did we learn? We learned about the COVID. We learned about privileges. We learned about Mexico, the Mexico. toll roads. Careful with them. Don't fucking not take the toll roads. Yep. Kawama boots. Wear them proudly. Just careful when you cross the border. Yeah. Maybe, and, uh, maybe keep it. some uh, Converse in the car. Jeez, man. Thank you guys for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Los vemos.